Welcome to Let It Fly Show. We are inside the Let It Fly Sports Bar. I am Michael Severe, along with my main man, Josh Jones, of course, Omaha Central, three-time champ, and Creighton Blue Jay as well. Hey, you know I won twice. Uh, won twice what? Uh, conference cha- championships at, uh, at Creighton. Did you know that? Two Missouri Valley championships? Yeah, man, it was fun. We're going to talk a little bit later in the show about a school that you guys used to have some real knockdown, drag-out rivalry games with. All right. We're going to talk about them come a little bit later. That's cool. That's man. a tease right there. Can't wait. That is a tease. <laughs> if you're looking for a sports bar that elevates the sports bar experience, we are there. You can be here as well. It's Let It Fly Sports Bar in the Capital District. It is great food. Yep. Lots of TVs. And the no, atmosphere is no, amazing. No, no, no. Lots and lots of Lots TVs. and lots of TVs. I brought my brother-in-law here. Yeah. He's from New Orleans. Word. And he's like, I've never seen a sports bar like this. Damn. He said, I've never seen it. He goes, bring this thing to New Orleans. That's a compliment. We talked to Ryan. Yeah. We're like, look. Because you know, let's, uh, next, New Orleans one, is good eats. Oh, yeah. So you can imagine so where you have to have. You have yeah. to have great food if you open a restaurant. But we don't have anything like this. Wow. And there's a bunch of places. We, we even looked up some places, some addresses, yeah. to give to Ryan. Dang. And Al, and like, hey, bring this thing to New Orleans. For it sure. would work. It'd be very good. But right now, it's That's in the Capital up. District. It is awesome. All right. You know what time it is. Time to pick a dish, something off the menu yep. that Josh likes, that Josh loves. What you got? Oh, man. I got to go back to the nachos. I'm a simple dude, Those man. Those nachos are ridiculous. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, the presentation. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, I like. See, I think what I, I think I'm uh, starting to try to appreciate more about Let It Fly. Yeah. Sports bar part is the elevated experience. Yeah, sure. It's nachos. Yeah. But it's. Exquisite nachos. It's different nachos. You know, yeah, it's yeah. different, you yeah. know, but they're so good. Megan, man. right? Megan, you work here, right? Yeah. Is it really hard to bring that can up without everything falling? Is it difficult? It's a look. Kind of. How good they put it together yeah, for you? It's, okay. it's phenomenal. I watched a young lady when we were here. So it's inside the can upside down. She's lifting yeah. the can. She stopped. She did a little adjust. She lifts. Adjust, adjust, and then she finally get it right. pulled it off, or, yeah. and it was perfect. See, it was so, uh, to me, man, like, I know at the end of the day, people, like, just want to keep it simple, want to watch sports, want to drink and all that. And want to eat. But, like, why not do it big when you're doing it? That's yeah. who I am as a person. Do it right. So my put, my yeah. dish is the Let It Fly Burger. Okay. Let It Fly Burger. Huge beef patty. Yeah. Sautéed onions. Gur cheese. Chef, gur cheese. Like, uh, Chef Billy to me. Bacon jam. Yep. Fried egg on top, man. Fried All egg on a brioche bun. Yeah, them, them fried eggs hit. It's man. delicious, man. It's delicious. But whenever I eat out anywhere, even at home, yeah, fried egg. I love it. Man. I love them. Big fan. <laughs> For sure. uh, so here's the schedule. Always Friday night's gonna be awesome here at the bar. As yep. always, it's gonna be nice. If a, fr- a fun day brunch, they call it. Okay. Bottomless mimosas for $16. And Saturday, you get the game day experience going. All the college games going on. Man, Everybody's football hype. season is popping. Nebraska, of course, will be on Saturday night. Yeah. Six o'clock, come watch the game right. right here in the bar. You'll love it. Not even just football. Volleyball popping. Everything is going on. Coco Golf is popping. Winning the U.S. Open. Come on, man. Everything. Sports is crazy this year. Then Sunday, the new breakfast brunch menu. Yeah. You can check that out as well. For sure. And then nine to close is industry night as well. You can always book a table. Do it yeah. this way. Go to letitflyomaha.com to book a table. And you're going to have fun. You're going to have a good time. Yeah, man. Just yeah. kick it. Okay, here's, here's what we got coming up for you today. Yep. First of all, we're going to talk about how Nebraska got to 0-2, right? We'll yep. go over some of the Colorado game. Look back on that a little bit. Yep. Before we do that, though, let me, hold on a second. Let me see something here. What do I got in my pocket? Oh, yeah, here we go. So I owe, um, <laughs> I owe Josh. I owe Josh. You know, said that they go one and one to start the season. Josh, who is a, who is a, 
Husker hater, hater. Hey, look though. Said, uh, <laughs> said they gonna go hey, two. You, you know go. what's funny? I yeah. appreciate that. You might man. need this year. I don't know. It's yeah, you never know, man. You can get some burritos. Hey, what's crazy is. Um, thank you. But talking, you to, let's talk, let's just jump right. We're gonna into hold it. on. Let me tell you what's uh, coming up. Besides that, we're also gonna give the keys to the game for Northern Illinois. Yep. Give you some names to look for. In I want to hear that from you for Pick sure. Pick the game as well. All of that, and we're gonna interview Anthony Rizak, who is considered uh, by many to be the best, best quarterback, quarterback in the state. Yeah. He, he quarterbacks but ain't it crazy the when the best quarterback in the state is not the one that Nebraska's already after? It's it's unique. Yeah. You so did this have hey, you know? You went to high school here Word. in the state. Yeah. How Phillip Bates is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, he was. Was not a college quarterback. No. Philip Bates is gonna be a wide receiver. We right. knew that, right? Yeah. So sometimes Anthony Rizek, as good as he is, I'm curious, does he think? And we'll talk we'll ask I him mean, this, he, does he think that maybe frame, he might move he can play position? a different position? I think he yeah. could play a tight end, a big right. wide receiver. I think he can do yeah. any of that stuff. But so, to be honest, we'll that's it, uh, that that like the hybrid player, yeah. I feel like basketball like has evolved over the years. You got the Steph Curry shooting threes. Yeah. I think the Travis Hunters oh, yeah. of the world is starting to happen. So Rezac, I mean, hey, who yeah. knows, right? It's a return to the past. For sure. Iron Man football. Everybody yeah. used to play both yeah. ways. Right. Everybody did. And now you got a guy like, like in Travis the beginning, Hunter. It was like oh, that? Yeah, yeah. All the way, I mean, literally into the 70s. So, so is it because like we had 11, y'all had 11, and that was just our 22 Let's people go. on the field? Let's go. For sure. Yeah. And so uh, what you do yeah. is, so all the way up into the late 60s. Yeah. You were playing Iron Man football. You know, that made sense. And then somebody was like, you know, that's kind of silly. Yeah. Guys get tired. Why don't we have or a get full defense and have a full, full offense? offense? And they started doing it. So it, it makes sense. Out. Yeah. So the, so first of all, we start off with the latest on Jeff Sims. Um, this is Thursday. We're taping this. Okay. Coach Rules said he doesn't quite know. They don't do a full practice on Thursday. He knows. do a walkthrough. See, look, I respect Coach Rule saying that just because, like, at the end of the day, man, these are kids. Like, I mean – as a sports fan, yeah. I mean Jeff Sims is like 22 years old. Yeah, you know, but he grown ass man. I mean, I gotta. I, I was about to. I was about to say something about somebody. Yeah. That I know, that like kind of like what they say, uh, at your age, not your shoe size. Uh huh. Sure. I got some people in the world I know is like that. Go the other way. Yeah. But like, I, so well, I mean, coach said. I guess he doesn't know. Off. It is he's going to find out yeah. tomorrow. But he knows because tomorrow they go he fast. Knows. They he said he's moving around. Okay, yeah. he's getting around tomorrow. Yeah. They'll go fast. That's Friday, and so now, we'll know what, by Friday. what was the conversation about moving around? Okay, like he said, he said he's moving around. All he does a walkthrough. Yeah. So you know, a walkthrough is kind of slow motion. I know. You walk through, what, you what, don't what, run. what was he hurt or what? Well, so he hurt his ankle at the end of the game against Colorado. Remember that. Right, yeah, so he hurt his okay. ankle. It wasn't a high ankle sprain. Man. And so he didn't practice Tuesday. Yeah, right. He didn't practice Wednesday. Word. But today, when we're taping this on Thursday, if he did I, move around. If some. I was Coach Rule, yeah. I would give him one more chance. Because well, I, it's not, I, first of all, it's health-wise, right? So man, forget if, that. If he's not healthy enough yeah. to play, yeah. then he can't play. Uh, but if he was healthy, you still can talk about oh, yeah, not playing not, him. He's, listen, yeah. if he's healthy, he's the quarterback for the whole season. Because there's nobody better Here, than him here's, or what? Here's, or why? Here's what we know about Matt Rule. Okay. At Temple, yeah. right? Same quarterback, 45 games started for him. Amen. Went to Baylor. Yep. Charlie Brewer, same quarterback, 36 games started for him. For he sure. sticks with the same guy. I respect no that. No matter how they struggle. All right. so well, I get ready, fans. Don't complain because <laughs> yeah. and I'm, not, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm yeah. just saying Coach Rule rolled, you know, he rolled with his guys. I respect it. Hey, I have no problem with I that. I don't that's disrespect it because I know if I was yeah. a quarterback, I don't want nobody to play over well, me. Well, it's the only position yeah. in football that's like this, right? For sure. It's It's when they list everything, it's QB one. Yeah, there is no QB two. No, there's the one guy who gets all the snaps in practice for the yes. most part. He's the guy who plays all those snaps in the game, unless there's a blowout or he gets hurt. Word. Quarterback is the most important position on the field. Yep, and you can't mess around with it. No, you don't have you a can't. guy you think. And Heinrich Harburg yeah. is a young quarterback right. who is very physical. He's a yeah. really good athlete. He's a good runner. 
I don't know what kind of thrower he is. Yeah. And you got Chubba Purdy, who's been banged up all throughout camp, as Coach said. Okay. And we saw him last year. Yeah. Can he make some throws? Yes. Yeah. Does he, does occasionally the moment get too big for him? Yes. We've seen that. So, I don't know if he has any place to go besides Jeff Sims. So, uh, I, I, I feel that. Now, yeah. this is what my, my take is. Okay. Um, I remember he ran like, he ran the ball 19 times, right? Yep. Why not, like, adjust your offense to his style of quarterbacking? Yeah. So, the first game he ran 19 times. I believe he ran 15 in Colorado, right? That's only a couple less. Yeah, yeah, it is. This, but, this game he's going to run the and, same. And they didn't call, in this game against Colorado, they didn't call a lot of called runs. They were scrambles. Yeah. In the first game, they called more called runs. Coach Rule said it's because of the way the defense Colorado was playing. For sure. They were kind of spying him. Yeah. So, they didn't think they could have a lot of call runs. Yeah. Maybe. But if his ankles hurt, you take away the best thing he does yeah. is his running, right? Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, with, and this ain't no shade. It's just yeah. my, my opinion. With uh, mediocre receivers, mm-hmm. can you blame the man for running the ball as, as much as he can? Well, I will, I will say this to you. No shade, as yeah. the kids say. Uh, there are guys open. Okay. okay. There I, are guys open. Oh, okay. Uh, Malachi See, Coleman like hear was running yeah. a deep post. Malachi yeah. Coleman was wide open. I was sitting in my chair here. Avery, I think her last name yeah, is Howard. Yeah, he was there. Avery was sitting next to me. Hey, hold on, hold on. Time and out, she time yelled, <laughs> Malachi, because he open. was wide open. Word. And okay. he checked it down. He how didn't was, see How him. was that atmosphere, It though? was incredible. Now, did the Huskers, it was incredible. like, when they were there, uh, aside from just the overall experience, yeah. it, it definitely is something 20 years from now, so where, where, were you there? Like, mm-hmm. it'll be something you can talk to people about. It is, about. especially depends on what happens with Prime, too. Yeah. I mean, that's a big part of it. First yeah. home game in Colorado. It felt like, to me, I compared it to 2012 Ohio State. Yep. We went to Ohio State. Nebraska went to Ohio State. All the media came with them. And it was the first year for Urban Meyer. Yep. Okay? And there was this real energy in the place. Yeah. And I remember looking around the stadium and yeah. saying, But before they be played tough. Ohio State, it's they was winning, tough. winning, winning. Like, oh, y'all ain't played nobody, right? No, it wasn't, wasn't that, that much. So it was only a three-point line, first of all, in that game. Ohio State was favored by three. Okay. And Nebraska had played well that year. Yeah. But it was this energy that made me think to myself, oh, it's going to be tough for Nebraska. And then when the game was getting ready to start against Colorado and you looked around. Yeah. And Colorado fans, who don't always show up for games. Yeah. They were there. Wow. And they were loud. And the uh, so one of the cool things about the stadium in Boulder, Folsom, is that they have all of the student section right there behind the road bench. Like panoramic. So they're just yeah. yelling okay. at you, and they're loud, and they were very good. They were Dang. they were on. And so I felt when that game so started. So the vibe like, wasn't off. The, the Huskers weren't scared. I don't, just, I don't think they were. I'm just saying I, it was so there was so much energy in that building. Yeah. Compared to 2019 when we went, and it was all Husker fans. Okay. It was completely opposite. And so you yeah. could see that it was going to be tough, especially making your calls, a lot yeah. of scrimmage, a lot of silent count stuff. Yep. It was a great atmosphere. So, One of the so, best road atmospheres I've been to covering the Oscars. So let me ask you, how yeah. long do you go if this continued to, like, happen with Jeff Sims at quarterback before you – Do you? I know you said Temple, Baylor, but, like, what if, like – I just feel like his style of play, whether people are open or not, I just yeah. feel like he's an athlete. Here's, and if you go to his stats, ain't he one of the worst uh, quarterbacks? Uh, in terms of turnovers? In turn, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Like So yeah. right now, Nebraska. I'm just trying to figure it Nebraska out. Nebraska leads the country in turnover margin at minus six. Right. And they're tied for the most turnovers with eight. Ohio's got eight. Nebraska has eight. Mm. So, yes. And it's not because of gambles. Way too many turnovers. Yeah. It's way too many losing concentration kind of turnovers. Right. I will say this. It's like, it's the phrase, is the juice worth the squeeze? For sure. Can Jeff Sims do enough things for you to make it worth it 
to deal with the mistakes. Yeah, I feel like if he keep running like that, he ain't making if, it the whole if, season, if you bro. Deal, if you deal, he's a big man. He's 235, yeah. six foot four. So he's a big guy. There's a better chance of him staying yeah. upright and alive than some other quarterbacks. Yeah. But at the okay. same time, if he's making these mistakes and your defense is playing as well as it is, yeah. then you have to start thinking, can I put somebody in there that can just do a little bit? Yeah. Maybe not make the big play that Jeff Sims is capable of, but just a good enough play to help us win. For sure. So here, All right. here are the reasons why they lost to Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, the first one, four turnovers. Yeah, you can't have you that. You can't have four turnovers. Yeah, you can't have you that. The two yeah. fumbles for the snaps. For sure. You have the handoff yeah. to, um, to Gabe Irvin. That's a fumble. It actually goes to Gabe Irvin. And then you have the interception, which is a bad decision by Jeff Sims. Right. Everybody up top in the stadium, as soon as he took the steps, we went, oh, no. Oh, no. You could see it. <laughs> I seen it at home, the bro. The quarterback was running the route. Yeah. And you could see it. It okay. was going to happen. So yeah. it happened uh, against Minnesota. Yeah. Where Omar Brown picked it. Yeah. Exact same thing. But those thing. turnovers were capitalized on. Every single one of them. Every time they turned it over. Yeah. yeah. But not this time. Not this so time. Like, yeah. The first fumble, nothing. Second fumble, three. Right. But then the interception right. led to a touchdown. There so it did change it. Okay. Another big thing. The decision making. This by, is a big deal for by me. Coach? By Jeff Sims. By, Sims. by okay. Jeff Sims. Okay. So. All you guys play Madden? Yeah. So I don't so. play Madden. Yeah, I ain't playing in a minute, but I but play I Madden. But I know this. I can grab your, a nine-year-old kid who plays Madden yep. and give him situations in football, and he'll understand them yeah. because he plays Madden. Jeff Sims runs out of bounds when Colorado has yeah. one timeout that left. That was crazy. And he runs out of bounds to yeah. stop the clock and let them save their timeout. Yeah. You, gotta, you can't do that. I, I, don't, I don't care what you're thinking of. Yeah. You have to be situationally aware of what's right. happening in the game, and he cannot do that. Yeah, for so sure. That's bad decision-making, so I yeah. put that down. And that ended up catch, costing him three points. Mm-hmm. It's not a ton, but because he goes out of bounds, it saves the timeout, Colorado goes down there and gets three points. It's, yeah. it, it's, it, it's not a ton. For, honestly, for me, I just feel like um, – Nebraska's defense played actually well, bro. Like they, good. Yeah. they look great to they me. They eventually ran out of. Yeah, they out just of, ran yeah. out of gas, yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. carry the game. Yeah, well, here's, another, here's one time they didn't. My third thing is Tommy Hill. Yeah. So you got an outright blitz from Nebraska. Yeah, but Tommy yeah. Hill's got two responsibilities. And he getting beat. Two responsibilities. Yeah. One, you can't get beat one on one. And mentally, he knows yeah. it's got to come out quickly because yeah. I got a blitz on. Right. The second thing is they can't get by me. Yeah, you can't get beat one on one. Looking yeah. in the backfield yeah. at something, I have no idea. Yeah, you, and he you, gets run by. Yeah, and, and that and th- those mistakes were crucial. Getting beat one on one, they were only sending three guys. That ends up making it twenty to seven. Yeah, exactly. Nebraska sent seven guys on that blitz. Some yeah. people call it a casino blitz. Why do you call it a casino blitz? Because you if gamble? you don't get it, you go bankrupt. Yeah, exactly. So you got to get it. And they didn't yeah. get there. But same time, if Tommy Hill is staying yeah. with his man, it doesn't happen. So uh, where you at? Number three? I mean, I was three. Okay, keep Tommy going. Hill. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Sims makes the best throw so far as a Husker. He makes it on third and 16, a deep end. Yeah, that was Bullock, nice. I get that too. And he that, drops that, it. And yeah, he drops yeah, it. Yeah, right. Bullock drops it. That was it. nice. When Alex Bullock drops that, that's a first down yeah. at the 40-yard line. You're only down 20 to 7. Yeah. Maybe you go get a field goal. Maybe you score a touchdown. Right. But it's a different game yeah. if you make that play. Right. Doesn't make that play. You give the ball back to Colorado. They go and score. All of a sudden, now it's 23 to 7. Okay. Okay. And then the last one. Is, and this will be in my keys for later against North Illinois. Yep. You can't be as bad on third down as Nebraska's been. My God. Not just converting their own, but allowing other teams to convert. I was yeah. telling the guys in here before you got here. Colorado, per third down, had 10.2 yards to go. 
Yes. 10.2. And they was like on converting third them though. Down. They, they were converting seven them, bro. Of, they went they went They converted all their third downs. 9 of 17. Yes. When you have over 10 yards to go. Crazy. That's being horrible on third down. That's good on first yeah. and second down. Yeah. They call those standard downs. That's really good. Yeah. But when it came to third down, Nebraska was bad defensively. They are 110th in terms of defense against third downs. Right. That's horrible. Right. On the other side, Nebraska can't convert because yeah. their average yards to go was nine yards. Exactly. Their offense is not good enough for that. Yeah, exactly. They got to be better on first and second my, down. My number six, I would add to that is yeah, yeah, sure. Colorado was just better that day. Like, well, yeah, I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, yeah. they come down. It's not just because they won. I just feel like they capitalized on opportunities when it counted most. Uh, sure. I felt like Colorado. With the Colorado I seen, I was like, man, their defense is kind of suspect. Well, you you, know? you look at the first four drives. Yeah. Colorado had four drives, yeah. 24 plays, 50 yards. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> they shut them down. Yeah, exactly. Then Nebraska turns the ball, the ball over, over. Turns the ball and over. Kept, fails to get the catch. Exactly. Misses a field yeah. goal. And then you're sitting there yeah. at 13 nothing at half, yeah. right? 13 nothing at half. But that's the difference between having, like, some, some standout players yeah. like a Travis Hunter. Like, uh... Colorado had playmakers, you know, to me. And so I just felt like at the the end of the day. They have playmakers. Yeah. They got embarrassed on the offensive line. Nebraska hit their quarterback 16 times. Yeah, for sure. They sacked him eight, seven for the starter, one for the backup, and had all kind of pressure on him. Yeah. This is Nebraska's defense. Yeah. Okay? Your offense plays like crap. It doesn't matter what your defense does. Now, let me ask you this, bro. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Colorado for a second. Go ahead, yeah. I Um, think they'll be 6-6 on the season. Oh, that's that, respect. I think, I think their schedule is respect. really tough. I think they play respect. Oregon and they yeah. play USC and back to back. And we'll, which one do they lose or win to out of those two? USC and Oregon. I don't think they beat. They got to go to Oregon and play USC at home. I don't think they win either one of those games. Okay, but here's the thing. My concern is I think they can beat Oregon and lose. You USC. can't let Sh- Shador Sanders get hit that much. Mm-hmm. He's getting hit that many times. You're going to get hurt. Yeah, you just can't let your quarterback and their offensive line is so bad in terms of pass pro. That I think they're going to get that kid hurt. That's what I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's um, tough. It's tough to be back there like that, man. I feel. We've like, seen it with Nebraska. No, Nebraska yeah, no. had a quarterback get hurt every year. Why? Yeah, he because can't of get that. sacked that much. You are not wrong. No, he I, can't. I don't. I don't he, disagree he can't with get that. sacked that much, and he's I, getting um, sacked. And 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 again, as good as Nebraska's defense has been, yeah. Oregon and USC are going to present an entire different group of, of defense. Yeah. Much more speed than Nebraska has. Yeah. Bigger defense than Nebraska has. Right. More physical in ways than Nebraska has. Yeah. And then, you know, that's not the only – he's got Utah's on the schedule and Washington State's on the schedule and Oregon State. There's some really good teams. We'll see how they do. Yeah. I think they finish 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. I, uh, I think they win this week. But I just kind of want to speak to the people uh, that uh, – it's not even about the naysayers. I feel uh-huh. like – so I'm big on this. I'm big on, like, picking a topic of interest, watching it play out, and yeah. then going to Twitter. And, and, and then going to and see what they and say. seeing what people say. Yeah. I feel like um, if Coach Prime don't win a game after this, that doesn't matter. I think uh, – what I, I think what I got a problem with is I read comments and I hear phrases like – uh, circus act, clown, or uh, uh, um, I'm tired of the show, or they sick of it. You know, yeah. I feel like to me personally, um, it's hard not to like Colorado just for the fact of like Coach Prime being unapologetically who he is, being a revolutionary to being yourself and being successful yep. in an executive position and proving people wrong. Yep. And almost he got the Floyd Mayweather effect to me. 
You know how many people wanted Floyd to lose because because Floyd was the greatest fighter to ever step in the ring, and and Deion that's why they Sanders want him to lose. One of the greatest, but people. he's one of the greatest defensive backs of all time. Yeah, but he's one of the greatest people, no doubt. Ever. I have no idea about how what kind of person he is. Yeah, no, right. I know what kind of player he was, and I know what kind of coach he's been so far. He's yeah. been a really good coach so now, far. As far as a person, I feel like you can only judge by what you show us. And I just, yeah, I feel yeah. like. But I don't, I don't do that. Uh, I'm not into that. Like, yeah. I don't. Man, I, I watch all I'm these Husker fans. I'm too old now. I'm too like, old now. Man, I've seen too much happen in my life. so many. You can't trust nothing. I mean, and it's a big, it's a big. Let me ask you this. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then I, I guess I can go back to, on that. Yeah, and we can move on. Yeah, yeah, we can move on. But, uh, um, um, did Nebraska even look at uh, Coach Prime? Was there ever a conversation? Did they consider him to be court, the yeah. coach? I, I don't think there's any way in the world that... People I, will pay I, for I, him? I keep saying this. I don't believe... No, the money's fine. The, I don't believe that Trev Alberts was going to hire a coach that had no Division One experience. Hmm. I think there's no way in the world. He, so this is, you this think is, is that more this, than his you know how, uh, you, personality? You know how important this hire was? Yeah. You're talking about a program now that's had six years of not going to a bowl, a program that for the most part for about 17 years has been irrelevant when you're talking about anything. Yeah, right. And you got, you're in the Big Ten. They're having all these teams joining all these conferences. You have to start winning. Yes. This was a, this was a pick that when Trev made it, he knew it was the most important hire Literally in the last 30 years of this program, he was not going to hire somebody who had no Division One experience. But he just, he just wasn't. He yeah. wasn't going to do it. Now, um, now, there's two, two things. I seen, as a matter of fact, I, I uh, seen um, um, Trev uh, two days ago. Okay. Storm Chasers game. Oh, nice. Or whatever. Yeah. We talked a little bit then. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, it, and this is not about him. I don't think it has anything to, yeah. to do with, yeah. with Dion's personality. Okay. His color. Yeah. And when I say color, I'm not talking about his color of his skin yeah i'm talking about his color he yeah. is a colorful personality yeah that for some people it turns it off yeah i don't think that's the reason at all yeah and I, I know it's not because of yeah. his coaching acumen it was simply because he wanted everybody he looked at the three that we know pretty well yeah are all guys who at one time or another rebuilt rebuilt a division one program yeah uh, they, he rebuilt they rebuilt a power five program or they rebuilt a division one program the, the reason the reason why i asked that and it's not yeah. because like i said it's not because of trev yeah uh, and i think it's more so as I read these comments, man, yeah, these people Huskers, are, dude, people are people are mean. You know and how many uh, red noses and clowns and the circus mm. act and the show? I'm yeah. like, man, like, yeah, what, like that's people. Though, I'm man. tired of. But then um, I seen like people on other social platforms in Nebraska mm. saying like, man, do we really want to rebuild? Like, or do we want to win now? Like Dion. Yeah. And then it was also the conversation about, and this is just what I'm seeing. Yeah. And then also people Remember, were saying- Remember, that's 1% of the population yeah. that you're seeing. But also, um, there were people saying that like, and this is just like, uh, not rumor talk, but just like gossip. Like, okay. man, the people who's uh, writing the checks ain't going to pay no Deion Sanders no, and his that personality. Wasn't. That wasn't. You know, you you know, know, who, know who writes the checks? I kind of agree with you him, You know though. who writes the checks? There's no people- Writing the check to yeah. hire Deion Sanders. Uh -huh. The University of Nebraska is, as my good friend Dave Chappelle once said, rich bitch. They do yeah. not have to worry about. They do not have to worry I, about I paying a coach. I'm glad Colorado yeah. does. Yeah, Nebraska didn't. They I'm were going to pay as much as they had we, to, don't to get a coach. Don't we still owe coaches? And they paid them off. Yeah. Listen, there's yeah. one guy. Let me tell you a story. Yeah, quick story. Uh huh. All right. So you got a you got a head coach in Scott Frost. Yep. And last year you knew if you kept him for a full month. You went to pay him about seven million dollars less than you'd pay him if you fired him early. Word. Okay. Oh, they I remember lose, that. I remember they that. They lose he the took game. That pay cut for the next. Okay. They lose the game at Georgia Southern, right? Yep. They lose the game. 
and one man said, I'll pay the difference. Fire him now. That's, I'm serious. I'm not joking. One man said that. That's and crazy. that man, that booster yeah. helped pay that. Got yeah. that money. So they don't worry about yeah. money. Money's not an issue. No, they didn't hire Dion just because right, he didn't I'm, have the experience yeah, yeah. that Triv was looking for. That's I don't it. think it's the experience because I mean, we just he just beat Nebraska. But that's I, not. But that's I, that's you were talking about something afterwards. Yeah, you're, no, you're hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah. Go back to last year. You're talking about a guy who was a head coach at Jackson State Undefeated. in the SWAC. In the SWAC, no, he lost one game because he said his he set his son down because his son was late for practice. That's true. So he lost one game. That's true. But here's the thing. Yeah. When it's all in, you're like, I have to make the perfect hire. A lot of people won't risk hiring a guy. Who's never coached at that level? They're just not going to do that. I don't think that. I don't think it's stupid either. Yeah. You can take a risk. I don't think so, man. But if you so, take man. the risk, yeah. if you take the risk, and it doesn't work. I there are more people that are going to jump on you for taking a risk than taking something that you think is more. He's seen what yeah. Matt Rule can do. He's I can't seen it. see. I can't see the Huskers having. Uh, and it's not about color, like you said. For well, sure, they've never had a black football black Mickey Joseph head coach was close. <laughs> in any. They've never had a full time black coach in any of the sports. Really, ever. Wow. No sport. Yeah. At the university. One of the few universities like that. I don't see. But I don't think that's the reason why they didn't hire him. Yeah. I just kind of felt like uh, he wasn't the culture of like what Nebraska wanted more than um, his quote unquote inexperience. I mean, this dude was an NFL. I mean, this dude was successful. Matt Rue didn't do nothing in the NFL when he was a coach. That doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean. It doesn't matter. I mean, I can can give you you five coaches right now that were great college coaches that went to the NFL and, and stunk it up. I believe Nick that. Saban yeah. stunk it up. Steve Spurrier stunk True. it up. A lot True. of coaches no, I feel that. stink it up. I feel so that. here's the thing. It's, again, if, if, if Deion but not, Sanders... But, but not say even Deion, to... Uh, say Deion Sanders was at Miami of Ohio last year. Right. Okay? Right. So a team in the MAC, uh-huh. And they went 11-1. and one. He would have been one of the coaches that Trev Alberts considered mm-hmm. because he was coaching at that level, at least close to the level. He wasn't coaching at a SWAC school. Mm. I, listen, I covered SWAC football. Yeah, I covered Grambling. It's different levels, bro. I know, there's, it's levels. I know what SWAC football is. People yeah. go for the bands, okay, right. and you leave after yeah. halftime. But but then that's SWAC football. But then you think about Shador, who just hit you for five hundred. No, yards. he's a great. He hit you for three. He's a great athlete and a really you know? good quarterback. Like, I'm just saying that you don't make the decision based off of okay, this guy's going to come from this level, and I'm, he's going to bring his kid. You know who can make that choice? Colorado. A team that uh, has like, for twenty years really Respect. struggled. They I, can do okay. that. I, I get, can see I get that. it. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, a great hire that. by them. But, it, uh, but but Trev Albers is my guy. I'm, I'm not saying nothing about him. I'm just yeah. thinking that it like man. I, just, I don't think like, he had. I, like yeah, I think he had a list of things that, he wanted. I think the culture that I mean the people that he bringing like I mean you don't even he don't even got to recruit nobody. Like I just kind of feel like who he is and how his energy is. Yeah. Like I just kind of feel like. It'd be kind of cool to have that culture in Nebraska where people look at it like, man, it ain't much there, but I'll go there because of who who he is. Dude, they had that for you 20 know? years. Nah, man. They that's, had that for 20 years. That's a pass. Years. That's a I know, pass. exactly. I'm saying, you're, you're saying it's like, yeah. cool, like it never happened. It happened. No, it, but it's they, not they happening. Had, they had players that were people when? questioned. When? Well, you know, it's, 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 it's in the past. Yeah, but, exactly. But, yeah. But, but you know what happens? Yeah. Past performance is proof of a future performance. If you can do it, if it's been done before, it gives you the chance to do it again. The culture, man. So they have had a culture yeah. before where you could say they were the cool place to go. Yeah. Tommy Frazier left Florida. No, 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 no. Here. No, no, no. Now check this out, though. A cool place. See, now, I like that about the past. Who Coach Osborne was, mm-hmm. that's why that 30 for 30 ain't out right now. Because he, he, he had that Coach Prime in his heart. 
he, you know, he had them players to. It didn't like, come out because you know, of one like, thing. It, it didn't come out because LP died in prison. But you see, if what LP I'm, doesn't die in prison. That you, thing comes out. But you see what I'm saying, though. No, I know who Coach Osborne was yeah. was like a Coach Prime in a sense of. This is the place you want to play. He, and he was ahead of his time. He was a, you called him a revolutionary earlier. Yeah. He was and he that's what revolutionary I feel like, when it came to the sport of yeah, football. Yeah, I just yes, feel like was, yeah. uh I just I guess yeah. I'm back to my original. I yeah. guess my question is, uh, why didn't we give him a look? And, and I don't know if he did or not. I'm telling yeah, you, you just, I'm telling no, you sure. the reason yeah, why sure. I think he wouldn't give him a look yeah. is because he was looking for somebody that had coached at that level yeah, before. For that's sure. What, that's what I think it and, was. And uh I um And remember, we are two games into a five-year contract that Matt Rule has. Yeah. We're two years into yeah. Deion Sanders at Colorado. Let's revisit all this into the season. Okay. okay. Let's, let's revisit this when, okay. Sh- when Shadour is gone. Yeah. Let's revisit this when yeah. Travis Hunter is gone. For let's sure. revisit all of yeah, this and see how sure. it is. Okay, we're revisiting. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a Deion, break. Deion, you're doing your thing. When we come back, we're going to talk to the best quarterback in the state. Yeah. According to a lot of people, Anthony Rezac, he is the, he is the quarterback at the number one team, for sure, in the state. No West, West Side, who's dominating everybody. For sure. We'll chat with him when we come back on the Let It Fly show. Welcome back to the Let It Fly show. We are now going to be chatting with the quarterback of the number one team in the state in Class A, Anthony Rizak, joining us here on Let It Fly show. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. How was, uh, how's practice been this week so far? Uh, really good. You know, Coach Mazzi does a great job getting us ready for a week. And mm-hmm. just being fast throughout the whole week, you know, that's something we focus on every day. And, you know, we've been able to do it really well. He is, we had him on the show, this is a couple of months ago, and you can tell he's really set in his ways. Like everything he does is deliberate, doing the same thing. Do you like that to have a, a coach that is that, you know, deliberate, making sure that the same thing happens every week for you guys? Yeah, I do. Cause it kind of just like, it gives you structure, it, it lets you, you know, you know, you know what you're doing. Like yeah. it just, it, it kind of gives you, the freedom to do your own thing, but also like know that he has that set structure that you're going to follow. So I yeah. mean, I've really enjoyed it since he's came over. Biggest difference between him and coach Frank. Um, biggest difference is yeah. probably the, the dress code. Like oh, co- really? coach Freund, we had, I mean, we had jerseys on Friday. That was it. Coach Maji, we got polos and khakis on Wednesday. Whoa. Dress up on Thursday, like suit and tie. Really? And then Friday with on uh, game days, we got to wear black sweatpants with our jerseys. Wow. Yeah, so that's that was the biggest difference at first. But, you know, I kind of like it. Like, look good, feel good, play good. I'm a firm believer in that. No doubt. Anthony Rizak joining us. Of course, the quarterback, Omaha Westside. You know, when I when I look at those two coaches, though, even though there's a little bit of difference, you could both both of them seem to be, again, really structured, doing stuff the same way. And you guys believe in them. Mm-hmm. I've talked, like I mentioned to you before we came on, Dom Velarde is a kid that I know. Um, I hear Caleb talking about it. They really have you guys bought into this system. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do culture meetings. I mean, we have Wizard Wednesday every Wednesday with one of our coaches who's a mindset coach. And then we'll do culture meetings with, you know, DJ Rezek, my dad, Doc Whitman, Coach Moravec. You know, it's just something that we do all year round, not just in the season, too. I mean, we start workouts and meetings in December right after the season ends. Like, it's something that everyone just, you know, wants to do, wants to be a part of. So that makes it, you know, a fun thing to be a part of. Sometimes fans especially joke about culture like you're always talking about culture what is it about culture in your opinion that makes you guys a better football team uh probably that you know we aren't selfish like everyone wants to do it for the guy to the left and to the right of them yeah you know no one's too worried about their own stats like if you look at our defensive stat sheet it's like three tackles four tackles five tackles we don't have one guy who's getting you know 20 tackles a game it's just it's a full team effort we uh i two of my my aunts were twins 
And they always talk about this connection that they had, you know, like one would twist an ankle or something and the other one would like, know that something got hurt. What is it like for you and Teddy? Do you guys kind of have that connection? Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's <laughs> that, that much, much yeah. but yeah, I mean, a little bit. Obviously, we're same DNA, like yeah. we've grown up together. So um, it's nice having someone out there who I know exactly what he's going to do, you know, every single route i know exactly yeah. how he's gonna break it just because you know i've been throwing to him for my whole life yeah he's better wide receiver or better defensive back teddy db for sure yeah. i mean he's a, he's a good receiver he'll go get it but yeah. i think db is where he's really good at and where he thrives at you're gonna be visiting nebraska this weekend we're mm -hmm. taping this on a thursday you'll be there on saturday for the northern illinois game what, what, can you walk us through the invite for that how did that process work uh yeah so after the bell west game is when my phone kind of started to to, to buzz a little bit mm -hmm. and i think it was about three days ago four days ago uh keith williams you know mm -hmm. sent me a text right before practice and asked if we get on the phone later and i was like yeah that'll work so mm -hmm. you know i got home he called me and just said you know he loves what he saw so far he thinks i'm a great athlete and he wants to get me up around the coaches so mm -hmm. you know i caleb's going keenan's going nice. preston's going like we have a lot of dudes on our team that are going so i was like you know it'll be fun meet the Meet the new staff. I haven't really met them yet, yeah. so uh, I'm excited for it. It'll be it'll be fun. Anthony Rizek joining us here on the Let It Fly Show, Omaha West Side. Have you been? Have you camped? Have you gone to some of the Nebraska camps with the old staff? Uh, uh I've never camped. In never Nebraska. camped there. Mm -mm. Yeah, this didn't get a, an invite, or what? What? What's the reason why? Uh, with the old staff, I never got an invite, and then with the new staff last summer, uh, Coach Hales texted me and asked if me and Teddy were going to come camp. Mm -hmm. And it just it just didn't work out like the dates Nebraska's camp, okay. which, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So, obviously, you're playing quarterback now, very successful. Mm -hmm. But, as you mentioned, you're a big athlete. Um, do you have your mind set on the next level playing quarterback, or would you be willing to play somewhere else? Uh, right now, I'm pretty set on quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, in the future, that could change. Like, if I were to get up to college and, you know, something happens where – you know, position of need needs, I need to be switched or whatever, then I'm open to that. But, you know, as of right now in my recruitment, I've, I'm pretty set on being a quarterback. Yeah. Do you think that Nebraska's going to offer you? Mm, I'm not sure. I think I mean, Danny can throw the ball really well. Sure. I, got, I, I like Danny. He's, he's a cool guy. I think he got a lot of unnecessary hate recently on Twitter, but – well, when you know, you're losing and you're the quarterback, yeah. you take all the blame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kind of, I mean, it comes with the job. Yeah. You just, yeah. just got to understand that, especially in Nebraska, where pan, where the fans are super passionate. So, yeah. uh, I'm really not sure if they will offer me. I probably not, but I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's three of you guys, obviously Dom, Teddy, and, and you, and. If all three of you didn't end up in, one of them didn't end up in Nebraska, I think that'd be kind of crazy. I mean, you played on state championship teams. You've proven how good you are. You know, all three mm -hmm. of you have. That I think that'd be kind of strange that they have at least one of you guys in Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, everything happens for a reason, sure. I guess. I mean, certain fits are better for people, and, you know, maybe none of us just fit in that Nebraska if that's what the staff thinks. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty smart guys up there. So, sure. um, you know, we'll see what happens. You know. yeah. So what now in terms of interest, schools that have offered you that have been inquiring about you uh nebraska a little bit mm -hmm. ku's been texting me and then like the ivy leagues harvard yale and then uh i was on the phone with notre dame today they i mean because they've been watching the film because of teddy yeah they said that like i caught their attention so wow. yeah they want i mean I, like they have cj Carr was a really good quarterback committed mm -hmm. so i wouldn't think anything like that maybe like a pwl is what they're thinking potentially right so I'm, but you could do that because mm -hmm. 
I mean, you're so you're National Merit Scholar. What is your uh, National Honor Society? Honor Society. So you are smart enough to where you could literally get an academic scholarship, yeah. and they could bring you in as a preferred walk on. Yeah, which I mean, if that I remember Liebenstrip like did that. that from Scott. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna. Go, I mean, me, me, Teddy, our dad, all of us, yeah. Christian Jones, we're all gonna go up to the uh, Notre Dame Ohio State game next oh, wow. weekend. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's next weekend. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. They, they said they want. They definitely want me to get up there with Teddy. So yeah. I've known uh, Caleb Benning since he was, I want to say, maybe eight or nine, seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine, somewhere in there. And he's always kind of been the same kid, like watching him watch videos and practicing. How I've known him since he was four or five. What am I talking about? <laughs> watching him practice, and he's just so dedicated. Can you talk about having him as a teammate? Uh, I mean, I think Caleb's the best player in the state by far. Yeah. Like, honestly, I mean, just his impact in so many different ways on the field, you know, as a vocal leader, and then offense, defense, and special teams. It's just um, – it's awesome having him on my team, not having to go against him. Yeah. He's, a, he's a ball hawk on offense and defense, and um, I mean, he his work ethic is is pretty it's pretty good. I work out with him in the off season, and mm-hmm. he's you know he's going hard all the time. So you know he's he's really good. You guys were already pretty loaded heading to the state championship game last year. Mm-hmm. What did it mean having him come back from the injury? Injury? Uh, oh, it was awesome, especially since Jalen Lloyd went down with that ankle injury in the semifinal. Yeah. Having Caleb to come back at the outside receiver and have someone that I know I can get the ball to and I already have my timing down. It, uh, I mean, it might have made the difference. Mm-hmm. You guys, obviously, you won the state championship. You come in pretty loaded this year. Do you let yourself wonder about having, being a repeat champion or is it more day by day, game by game? Day by day, game by game. Uh, my sophomore year, when I took over at starter, mm-hmm. I think some people were thinking, you know, repeat champion because the year before was with Cole and right. Monte Kobe. Yeah. You know, uh, so I think I think once we got to the championship game that year, our minds kind of, you know, lost focus in preparation that week and came back to haunt us. I came so, to you not like one throw, though. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, it, that was it, one of the it, toughest games without scoring I've ever watched. Yeah, just, it, was, <laughs> it was a little frustrating to play. But so, yeah, I mean, we're just focused on getting better every day. Yeah. 3% better, uh, to be precise, as Coach Samaji says, mm-hmm. you know, in the weight room, on the field, in the classroom, in all aspects. You guys played Miller North on Friday, right? Yes, We're sir. taping this on Thursday again. Tell me, what's, uh, what's the challenge of playing the Mustangs? Uh, the, their offense is so hard to replicate in practice. Yeah. The, just the triple option, the speed of it. Our coaches did a great job. They put together, like, a scrappy offense, like, full of, you know, dudes on our team who could try and replicate it the best we could. Mm-hmm. And they did a phenomenal job getting the defense ready. But it's just it's it's different on Friday nights. So, you know, we've always had a little bit of trouble with Miller North uh, the past two years just with their triple option offense. Mm-hmm. But I think this year we're the most prepared for it and we're ready to be more physical. I think that's what we've lacked in recent years. So that's going to be the key. You guys obviously played so well so far. We were, we were kind of looking at the numbers and margin of victory. If you win out, you could be one of the greatest teams of all time in terms of margin of victory and all that kind of stuff. Is there a, a push when you're in a game that you want to, I won't say pile on, but you, you want to put up big numbers so you can say that we are not only the best team last year, but maybe the best team ever? Uh, I don't think that's necessarily anyone's thought. It's kind of just, you know, stepping on people's throats. Like, yeah. I mean, don't, you can't let them back into the game. So if you just keep, keep on them stay persistent and you know they're eventually going to quit that's what we've been trying to do is make people quit and the past three weeks we've been able to do it and hopefully we can continue on doing you it you guys talk about that coach talks about that oh yeah stepping on make throws. them quit yeah make them tap 
I like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so give me a, a story. Who's somebody on the team? Because we know all the name guys. Mm-hmm. Give me somebody maybe we don't talk about enough that is uh, one of the keys to your team. Um, I think all of our D linemen, like uh, Jonquil Osler, mm-hmm. Campbell, RJ Eckhart, and Andrew Nielsen, those three are just, yeah, <laughs> they, they cause havoc on the D line. I think it's easy for them to get overshadowed just with some of the big names like Caleb, Teddy, yeah. Christian. But those dudes are really, you know, I think the key to our defense. Like, you know, when they're balling out, teams can't run against us. And then, you know, then we know it's a pass and the DBs are able to play well. Mm. Also, to go along with that, our corners, Preston and Jordan Hurst. They're deep in the secondary. Yeah. Man. A lot of oh, bodies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the corners, I mean, they've, they've been insane this year. It's just, yeah. I mean, the whole defense, but. No, corners and D-line specifically, they've really played well. I see my neighbor is one of your second, Beitler. Oh, Beitler? Yeah. He's right up the hill from us. Yeah, GB. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's gotten, I can tell he likes the weight room because he's gotten much bigger watching him grow over the years. Yeah, Beitler, Coach Rice, our receivers coach, calls him white lightning. (laughs) (laughs) He's just all all reliable. He's, you know, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Before we let you go, give me, what's your hobbies? What do you do besides football and and, and make great grades? Uh, Love hanging out with friends. Watching movies and TV shows. Like right now, I'm binge watching Suits. I don't know if you've watched that. I watched it years ago, and now everybody's watching it again. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm big on that right now. I think I'm on nice. like season eight. Um, wow. Yeah. Reading. I, I enjoy reading. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Like, like actual books? Yeah, actual Or is it like books. on a tablet? Actual books. Oh, wow. Okay. Actual books. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Realistic fiction, sci-fi, all that type of stuff. It's yeah. really fun. And then... Um, you go to movies, you do that stuff at all? Yeah, I do that stuff. And then, like, volleyball. I like playing, like, sand volleyball in the summer a lot. Nice. Yeah, we just did a powder buff at school. It was just, like, seniors, boys versus junior boys. Okay. Volleyball. Yeah. We won. Destroyed them? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we won last year. We were the first junior team to ever win. Really? It's like me, Teddy, Trevor Spadey, Jamez, yeah. Bora, Nick Anglos. So, yeah, I love playing volleyball, Man, too. Man, Jamez has gotten in shape this year. Oh, he yeah. looks – you could tell that he took this offseason really seriously. He transformed his – like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I think I think sophomore year at the end of it, he kind of, you know, didn't have the right mindset going in. Mm-hmm. He kind of got lazy, got a little slow. And then towards the end of last year is when he started to pick it up. And then this offseason, he just – I mean, I've never seen anyone work harder in a yeah. single offseason. Like, he went from being, you know, maybe a little pudgy to just being ripped. Like, yeah. his veins popping all over his arms. It's, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Last thing, you want to give a shout-out to the, your parents? I mean, three <laughs> is it only just three boys, or are there more kids than that? Uh, we got me, Teddy, Dom, yeah. and then Carly is Dom's twin sister, and okay. she's at Arizona. You got two twins? Yeah, two twins. Dude, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's a genetic soup. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, and then a little brother, Vinny. All right, so it's five old. of you guys? Yep, five. Wow. So give a shout-out to your parents for getting you guys to practice and uh, making sure you get fed <laughs> and all that stuff. Shout out my parents, shout out my brother and sister, little brother too, and, you know, Teddy. And also John Quill, also, he, he stays with us a lot. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. cool. Man, we appreciate it. Thanks, Anthony, for coming yeah. in. That was Thank awesome. you. Good luck down the road and stay healthy, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, welcome back to Let It Fly Show. We appreciate Anthony Rezac joining us here on the show. For sure. Uh, and we look forward to watching him the rest of the season. I know, I can't See wait, See what man. happens with, man, goes on Nebraska visit, yeah. maybe gets an yeah. offer. Hey, let know. me tell you, this is like totally yeah. different sports, but the relatability to me is this. Hmm. Uh, and shout out to my boy Antoine Young as I say this. Yeah. When I played at Central, bro, like he Creighton offered, he committed to Creighton. Oh yeah. But I used to bust his butt in high school. Yeah. It's over now. I mean, he don't get me wrong, he yeah. down, he did his thing. Yeah. A state tournament, he had 39 on my team. Like I'm not demoting him as I'm saying when I did. Yeah. But I feel like that like P 
people were saying, like, man, like, you're really the best player in the state, but... They offered him. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like. And sometimes it's about position, right? I mean. That's true. You, yeah, he's a need, point guard. You need yeah, that yeah, point yeah, guard. Yeah. So you offer that point guard. Same thing with they have a quarterback already committed. Yeah. Daniel K-Line. Yeah. Whether you think he's the best quarterback in the state or whatever. Yeah. They've got him already. He got to have that chip. Gotta, now they got to figure out a different Rizak place. Rizak need that chip. Gotta Win that state title, man. He won one last year. Yeah, exactly. One more. Bring it again. Hey, uh, no, no. I won two and they still were saying he they was still weren't already. I had to win three. You know how it is with a quarterback, though. You you win a state championship automatically. That puts you. In, we were talking about Super Bowls earlier. Yeah, yeah. That for puts sure. you in a different level. It does. You know, they're like that guy won a, another state champion. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm a Husker fan, by the way. I gotta say that. Yeah, yeah it's a Husker hater on that thing. <laughs> uh, it says uh, so. Northern Illinois, Dion Lover, uh, ten and a half uh, point underdogs against Nebraska. Okay, the yeah. names you need to know. Yeah. First of all, Rocky Lombardi. Yep. Is their quarterback? Uh huh. Rocky Lombardi committed to Michigan State back in April of 2016. Dang. And he is still playing college football. Hey, Seven seasons. There's like certain players it's I crazy. feel like, you're like, dang, he's still playing? Still playing. Yeah. Still you playing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, There's a lot of them. Uh, Grant Gibbs in basketball. He played for a long time. Uh, I can name a few people. But There's a guy named Buster Rhymes who played for Oklahoma. Everybody claimed he played there for 10 years. Everybody claimed <laughs> uh, Buster Rhymes. Stanley Robertson for Arkansas. Played for a long time. <laughs> I swear. Played for a long time. He played like 10 years. But now, you know, with COVID and everything, he's been there forever. So that's how that Tweaking. works. He did he did play against Nebraska with yeah. Michigan State back in 2018 in one of the coldest, ugliest games Nebraska's played. Mm. They played a 9-6 game against Michigan State, won the game, three field goals by Barrett Pickering. It was cold, For a little sure. bit of snow. Um, he didn't play very well. He turned the ball over. Yeah. So now they're going to get him again after all these years with him at Northern Illinois. A couple other guys. No doubt. Antonio Brown. These, he, funny, the names for Northern Illinois are all famous dudes. Buster Rhymes, uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Right? Yeah. Is the running back. Yeah. And the six seven tight end's name, Chris Carter. Oh, Chris Carter. It's crazy. He was a beast. They got some famous names. And then they have Casper Rukevich. Okay. Casper Rukevich is a very good um, <laughs> wide receiver who catch the ball, yeah. get away from you a little bit. Now, His look, first name is spelled Casper. K A C P E R. I ain't going to. Tell me that. Tell I ain't going to disrespect this man's name. name. <laughs> Tell me that's not name. Put some respect on Tell your name. Tell me that's not brother's name. Hey, uh, so. Casper spells K-A-C. So what's your, uh, what's your take on this? Like, is this like a, uh, you know, some games you get games to kind of like get your feet under you. Sure. Is this one of them games? Well, it could be. Okay. I mean, it'd be good if Jeff Sims was healthy. Word. For him to be able to go. Get if, some reps. So get some say, confidence say, back. Say the season starts. Instead yeah. of starting. Being the only team to play a Minnesota in Power Five like, to go on the road against two Power Five teams, crazy. the only team in the Big it's Ten, crazy. the only team in college ball to do that. For sure. They did that. Okay, so think about it. The season starts with Northern Illinois, yeah. and maybe Louisiana Tech. You have a chance to make more mistakes and still win games. Right. Maryland played a game this past weekend, played horribly, right. but they were playing against a team in Charlotte who's not very good. So even though they went down fourteen nothing, even though their quarterback threw a pick six. They battled back against a bad team. Word. Nebraska started with two tough teams. No excuse. It's not an excuse. Yeah. But here's a chance, and hopefully Jeff Simmons can play. If he not, you know, they, get a win. That's yeah, what do. a win. Three guys on New Orleans team is from or from Omaha. Dang. So Jake Gassaway. Okay. Linebacker. Good kid. I actually, yeah. his dad was a police officer here in Omaha, mm-hmm. and he was one of the people that I always contact when I wanted to find out what was going on with stuff. For sure. So Jake Gassaway and Christian Nash, both from Millard, Millard South, and then Cade Haberman. From West Side, you got to root for the Omaha boys. Omaha but boys, but you want the Huskers to win, man. You want the you Huskers gotta, to win. win. And I, and, hey, and uh, doubling back, yeah. um, I feel like um, 
for Nebraska to play against uh, two Power Five teams mm-hmm. to start the season, I feel like it was good for them, even though they lost. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm, the reason why yeah. is because one thing I will say about the Huskers that I loved each time. Mm-hmm. Those players are bought into that coach. Well, I think so. Straight up. I think so. And to me, like, despite losing the games, I feel like they were trying to do – I'm not – I'm going to just say the best they can. Right. But they were all in for their coach. You got keys on you? Uh, My keys are over there. uh, I got keys for you. Okay. Three keys. (laughs) I got me in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) The Rats needs to do to win the game. Yeah, let's get it. All right, first key. And I hate using this key. Okay. Because it's a given. It's a, it's a geometry equation, right? It's a given. Yeah. It's a given that you don't want to turn the ball over. Yeah. But being that Nebraska you is can't, last. Just use the word can't. You can't do it. There you go. But it shouldn't have to be a key, but you can't do it. So we yeah. know how bad Nebraska's been. Eight turnovers. For sure. The margin is six, minus six. You can't yeah. do that. The first key is hey, win the turnover. Are the, are the turnover was the turnovers more towards... Um, just a quarterback or miscommunications? What do you think? Well, your analysis? well, the interception he threw against Colorado was a bad. Decision. Oh, that was just timed. The two, the two fumbles he had yeah, where he dropped timed. snaps, that was just bad. The handoff to Gabe Irvin, I think Gabe Irvin panicked a little bit because Colorado had come through the line of scrimmage and mm-hmm. he was thinking before taking the ball, Word. so it already kind of closed his head. But yep. for the most part. You can put most of the turnovers on Jeff Sims. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Here's a quote. This, he Here's can get better. Quote. You can get better, bro. Here's a quote from John Heisman. Yeah. The guy they named the Heisman Trophy after. Here's what's his quote. Gentlemen, it's better to have died as a small boy than fumble the football. Dang, Jeff Sims. You, better to die as a small boy than to fumble the football. Yeah. It's important to keep the football. For sure. Now, with yep. all those turnovers you're saying, yep. Coach Rule is going to roll with him the host. I mean, obviously, Coach can decide I, what they want to decide. I think he sticks with him because of the opportunity he has to give him big plays. No doubt. But we'll see how that changes. He's the best quarterback to give big plays, right? I think so. Okay. So, number two. All right. Boston College against Northern Illinois ran for 5.2 yards a carry. Yep. Nebraska right now is averaging 5.2 yards a carry. Mm-hmm. I think Nebraska can run the ball against they, Northern Illinois. They, can. they have to run the ball against Northern Illinois. I want to see everybody. Mm-hmm. Anthony Grant needs to get back in the lineup. Gave Irvin. He needs a hold on to that football. All those guys need to be back in the lineup. For sure. And they need to run for 250 plus. Yeah. That's a key. They need to run for 250 plus. Okay. Uh, by the way, and when you do run for all those yards, you got to finish your drive. Okay. Nebraska is one of the worst teams in college football in finishing drive rate. Let me explain to you. As of now. When you get over 40, the 40-yard 40 line, your uh-huh. opponent's 40-yard line, they expect you to score some points, right. whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. Nebraska's 130th Dang. in finishing drive rate. Run the ball, finish your drives. Okay. And then number three, I mentioned this to you earlier, win mm-hmm. on third down. Yeah. Nebraska has struggled both stopping people right. on third down and converting third down. Right. They've given up 17 to 35, which is yeah. almost 50%. Um, you know what's crazy? Yeah. The three keys that you're saying to win this game, yeah. if they just worked on those for the first two games, they'd yeah. be 2-0. Oh. Yeah, and that's what, that's what they struggled on. They'd be 2-0. Oh. You know? And then you have a team in NIU mm-hmm. that had 55% conversion rate. So they've been good on third down. Right. Going against a team that's been bad on third down. So got to be better on that. hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically. If the Huskers lose, okay. like what now? If they lose, like, then they what, play against Louisiana Tech the following week. What, what do you do, like, as coach? Like, what adjustments would you make? Um, well, if they, lose the, if they lose to Northern Illinois and the starting quarterback is Heinrich Harburg. Okay. As soon as Jeff Sims is healthy, he goes back in there. If you lose to Northern Illinois and the quarterback is Jeff Sims, and the reason you lose to Northern Illinois is because of Jeff Sims, you've got a real decision to make. 
at that point. Yeah, no You've got to do something different. Yeah, but generally speaking, he rolls with his guy. He has rolled with his guy. But see, but Coach Rule's in a different situation this time, bro. No, it's pretty much the same situation. You think so? He's got he a team. They're uh, not winning. He's taking over a team that didn't yeah, but, win. Yeah, but the sense of urgency, though. I mean, there was a sense of urgency at Baylor, but I mean, not Temple, but Baylor. Here's what you can't. Here's what you can't pay attention to, and that's mm-hmm. what I'll tell you in the last segment. Right. You cannot pay attention to those voices on social media. You even can't pay attention to the fans. Yeah. You you have a plan. Stick to your plan. The I worst thing you can do as if a you coach, have a plan. Yeah. The worst thing you as can do coach, if you have a plan yeah. is to change your plan because yeah. of outside noise. Yep. Follow your plan. Yep. Follow your plan. Give me a prediction. What do you think scores? Uh. Again, ten point. I ten think, and a half point favorites right. where Nebraska is right now against. I Illinois. think Nebraska. No matter the score, I say Nebraska scores 21. So Nebraska gets 21. Yes. And no Illinois gets how much? Uh, oh, okay. You want me to just overall? Yeah, I think, give a, I, a score prediction. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> score prediction. I, just, I mean, I'm so caught up on everything else we talked about. That's okay. why I did that. But I think, I think the score is, uh, I think it's, I think it's uh, 21-10. 21-10. Yeah. They'd be covering by one point. Yeah. I picked with Jeff Sims. I pick on Monday because I do it for Big Red Wrap Up. Right. I picked 30 to 14, Nebraska. 30 okay. to 14, Nebraska beating New Illinois. You know they lost last week, New yes. Illinois. You know who they lost to? I do. Who they lost to? No, I don't know who they lost to, but I know they lost. Who was your biggest rival in the Missouri Valley? Uh, in my opinion. Oh, uh, who's the team that gave you the most problems? Whose fan base Evansville. was the most annoying? <laughs> Whose <laughs> fan base was the most annoying? Wichita State? No, uh, no. I'm thinking about uh, the Salukis. The Salukis. Man, Southern uh, Illinois yeah. gave you guys problems. Yeah, they did. Gave you guys problems. That's what they lost to last week. They lost yeah. to a one double A team last yeah. week, fourteen to eleven. That's crazy. Yeah. Now the reason why, like. Yeah. It's not like I don't know um, about sports or who plays who. But, oh, no, that's a game that's a random but our, game. But our rivalry was Wichita State. That's why I thought oh, yeah, that. Late, but I know they don't yeah. got no, you know. When I, when I, I got, when that, I got yeah. here, I got here in 2002. Yeah. And I went to a bunch of Creighton games when I got here. Right. The best road crowd, the best atmosphere was when you guys were playing against Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois, and, and they had, had very good coach against there. Against they had a very good coach there who should have left yeah, and gone. Like when Tolliver played yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah they it were, was. They were very good. Southern, and then at yeah. the end, it was definitely Wichita State. Who yeah, when I played, good. it was yeah. Wichita. That's yeah. why I was thinking about it. But no, yeah. Southern, yeah, Southern Illinois yeah. was a big rival of Creighton's when Coach Altman was there. Oh, yeah. When Coach uh, Mac. Mac came, it yeah. became more Wichita State. It became more so that's Wichita, what I was yeah. thinking yeah, about. Yeah, because their their coach at that beginning when I first got here, and I can't remember, it's an African-American guy, really good coach. He had them playing really well, and then he ended up leaving, and then they kind of fell off. Southern Illinois has always been tough, though, bro. Yeah. Even, it's, like, when we go there and play, yeah, they yeah. have always been yeah. tough. Uh, so we want to thank Anthony Rezac for coming on with us. We yeah. appreciate him. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, Mac. Shooting pictures and doing all yeah, that kind of stuff thing. as well. Yeah. The man on the wheels of steel. That's my guy, Matt. I Cole, mean, uh, Cole King Val. Val Elvis. Yeah. Cole King Val Elvis. <laughs> Val will come up here. And no doubt about that. <laughs> all of them we appreciate it as well. And as always, want to remind you, it's never a bad time to what? Eat some Omaha steaks. Give Omaha steaks as a present man. or, or a get gift, them. Or get them. Get them. However you want to package it, wrap it. We got the uh, this whole game day package. Yeah. When my family came in town, and it was all these huge hamburgers. Yeah. And hot dogs and these sides. It was incredible. You know what Omaha Steaks should do with me? What they should have a commercial where they play uh, Alexander O'Neill 
Saturday love, and I'm just cooking the Omaha steak. Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday, Saturday, Saturday Yeah, that was you a whole song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pimp, though. Oh, um, really? Yeah, he was. Straight up. Uh, but anyway, want to remind yeah. you always, Omaha Steaks. That's my steaks, up, bro. Great gift. <laughs> great gift. A it great is. thing to give. Any day, any time. It's definitely down here at Let It Fly. And, and... Josh's birthday, he'll take on Halloween. from you. I will take He it. will take them. On a Tuesday, he'll take them as I, too. I'll take it right now. And Saturday love as well. Hey, man. <laughs> Josh, Josh, take us away. Hey, man, you know how we do it all the time. It's your boy, Josh Jones, with my man, Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show.